This morning we celebrate the feast of St. Joseph the Worker, and in this Mass we remember and pray for the soul of Jack Craig, the entrance antiphon, Blessed are all who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. By the labor of your hands you shall eat. Blessed are you and blessed will you be. Alleluia. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and in what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary of a Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, creator of all things, who laid down for the human race the law of work, graciously grant that by the example of St. Joseph and under his patronage we may complete the works you set us to do and attain the rewards you promise through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Saul, still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, that if he should find any men and women who belonged to the way, he might bring them back to Jerusalem in chains. On his journey, as he was nearing Damascus, a light from the sky suddenly flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, sir? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, for they heard the voice but could see no one. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days he was unable to see, and he neither ate nor drank. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and... <clears throat> The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight and ask at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is there praying, and in a vision he has seen a man 
named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him and he will regain his sight. But Ananias replied, Lord, I have heard many, from many sources about this man, what evil things he has done to your holy ones in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to imprison all who call upon your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before Gentiles, kings, and children of Israel, and I will show him what he will have to suffer for my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. Laying his hands on him, he said, Saul, my brother, the Lord has sent me, Jesus who appeared to you on the way by which you came, that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately things like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. He got up and was baptized, and when he had eaten, he recovered his strength. He stayed home some days. He stayed some days with the disciples in Damascus. And he began at once to proclaim Jesus in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. A response today. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. Go out, Go out to, to all the world and tell the good news. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Glorify him, all you peoples. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. For steadfast in his kindness toward us is his kindness toward us, and the fidelity of the Lord endures forever. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Blessed be the Lord day by day, God our salvation who bears our burdens, alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came to his native place and taught the people in their synagogue. They were astonished and said, Where did this man get such wisdom and mighty deeds? Is he not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother named Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Are not his sisters all with us? Where did this man get all this? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and in his own house. And he did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Gospel today is proper to the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker. So today in our daily cycle, we take a break from the Bread of Life discourse from John and uh, we hear the Gospel uh, of Matthew uh, where the people just see Jesus as an ordinary ordinary man and they are they don't want to listen to him or take any they 
see them, him as one of them, and so they do not recognize or refuse to recognize God working through him. As we celebrate this day in honor of St. Joseph as a worker, this we recognize this is a feast in the church that is less than 100 years old still. It was a feast that was instituted by Pope Pius XII in 1955 to really give a Catholic, I don't know if you want to say response, or a, just a Catholic approach to the May Day celebrations for workers that were sponsored by atheistic communists. And it was an idea of re just really from the beginning of creation uh, in Genesis, uh, recognizing the dignity of human work. The dignity of human work has long been celebrated as a participation in God's creative work. And if we think about it and we apply our Christian principles to work, not only do we participate in the creative work of God, but also the recreative work, the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. And by work, we fulfill the command found in Genesis to care for the earth and to be productive in our labors. And again, bringing our Christian principles into that work, we also fulfill that, uh, that law of loving God and neighbor. As they point out in the gospel, Jesus, they see Jesus is the son of Joseph the carpenter. Joseph, as we know, is uh, earthly father, the one that God chose to care for him. But Jesus too, like Joseph, was a carpenter before his public ministry. He learned the trade from Saint Joseph and he spent his adult, early adult years working side by side in Joseph's shop before leaving to pursue his ministry as preacher and healer. Saint Pope John Paul II, uh, in his writings, he reminded us that the church consi considers it her task always to call attention to the dignity and rights of those who work and to condemn situations in which that dignity and those rights are violated and to help guide changes, social changes, so as to ensure authentic progress by man and society. Certainly this year, celebrating the feast of St. Joseph the Worker uh, is somewhat unique to say the least. There are still people that are working, but there certainly are many people right now that are either working in a completely different way or even some that, I, for lack of a better expression, are almost being paid not to work. And the government has gave large, you know, checks, rightfully so, to help just to help us survive in this time of lockdown. Again, some states where who have not been hit as hard are trying to get back to work in some way. Um, some are in the situation even, you know, where whatever money that has been given by the federal government uh, has, and I have relatives who are in this situation, uh, younger relatives, but they're, they're actually being paid more now that they're not working than when they were working. And there can be a certain temptation to say, well, why should I go to work when, man, this is great, I'm getting more money not working. And that might be nice 
for a while. But if we really take our Catholic principles and look at it, being paid not to work reduces, so to speak, it's almost, well, it doesn't reduce it um, actually, but at least from appearance-wise, or it, it, it causes us to embrace a practice that reduces the esteem for our human dignity. For yes, one of the things that have, we deserve a just wage for the work that we do at a fair wage, um, but to not work, then we do not participate in that creative work of God. And again, even that redemptive work of Christ. We often concentrate on the issues of just wage and, and workplace safety, but there may come a time where we have to look at the prospect of also concentrating just on the, the very fact of being allowed to work at all. And so it's always, with everything, there's going to be risk. And even in our, right now, we want to make sure that people are, are, are as safe as can be. And um, we must remember that even in our, with the, the whole idea of the lockdown was to make sure that hospitals wouldn't be overwhelmed, not totally remove the threat of getting a virus. And so um, we have to be careful that we don't give in to the temptation to just let, uh, let ourselves you know, ne never have to work because that's a reduction of our human dignity. And in the Christian realm and throughout salvation history, life is lived with risks, but lived with the dignity given to us by God and, by, and redeemed in Christ Jesus. If we try to live a life with no risks at all, we might end up living a life that reduces the dignity that God has given us. Um, later today, as many of you saw on, uh, have seen later today, the, uh, the bishops of our country will pray in communion with one another to re-consecrate our nation to the Blessed Mother as we begin this month of May, uh, this month that we always dedicate in a special way to our Blessed Mother, the uh, spouse of St. Joseph. And so uh, um, on our website, or, um, on our website, on the, my, the COVID, my special uh, uh, updates, COVID updates page, there are a couple links to the, to the Bishop site where you can uh, download materials to pray along with that. Uh, and um, on, on Facebook, there's a link to those also uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, EWTN will be um, will be telecasting live the prayers uh, uh, led by the president of the bishops' conference, Archbishop Gomez. Um, so we can pray uh, in communion with him at three o'clock today. Um, that there will also be uh, streaming opportunities online. Um, I've also heard uh, if you want a more local flavor, the bishop of our neighboring diocese, Rochester, will also be leading some of those prayers uh, online at, at three o'clock today. So. You know, as we pray those prayers for our country, we, we will turn to Our Lady, reconsecrate our country to Our Lady. And also, I do honor this feast of St. Joseph the Worker. Uh, let's pray that uh, our leaders were, will sincerely look for ways to get us uh, back to work, that we may live out our human dignity in a way that will be safe and not overtax our health care system. And we continue to pray that 
through Our Lady's intercession uh, for uh, miracles where God can lead us to find a cure for this virus and for many other illnesses that, uh, that uh, plague us in our fallen uh, but redeemed state. And we turn to St. Joseph today and pray again that we will never forget that the work that we do, uh, although at times it can seem to be a drudgery, it is not merely something we do for money, but it is also an expression of the great dignity that God has given us by the virtue of our creation and our redemption. Blessed be you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed, Blessed be God Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and good of all his holy church. O God, fount of all mercy, look upon our offerings which we bring before your majesty in commemoration of St. Joseph, and mercifully grant that the gifts we offer may become the means of protection for those who call upon you through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, and on the commemoration of St. Joseph, to give you fitting praise, to glorify you and bless you. For this just man was given by you as a spouse to the Virgin Mother of God, and set as a wise and faithful servant in charge of your household to watch over like a father over your only begotten son who was conceived by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore, and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exultation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. 
similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with this Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect. <coughs> especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, St. Peter Nolasco, Raymond Anonis, and all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world, be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis our Pope, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, in particular for Jack Craig, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope of the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, 
Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take, take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. The communion antiphon. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God through him. Alleluia. Let us pray. Having fed upon heavenly delights, we humbly ask you, O Lord, that by St. Joseph's example, cherishing in our hearts the signs of your love, we may ever enjoy the fruit of perpetual peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls.